was uh, brought up at the very end of the last show that I, I kind of want to feed off of in going into this, and that's talking about uh, the distractions, the smoke screens and the distractions of what's going on and uh, and those type of things. So we, uh, we're going to go into that, and then I want to talk about, uh, you know, the the destruction of empires uh you know the roman empire the the uh the persian empire the and what uh unfortunately appears to be the american empire as well these are things uh you know, it's it's been stated for a long time since during the Cold War they did interviews with uh, KGB representatives and uh, and agents where you know they discussed that it was a it was <clears throat> impossible to take down a nation like America from the outside. Nobody was going to storm our beaches. Nobody was going. There was no not going to be any Red Dawn invasion of America, you know, where you know the Russians come flying in with their jets and and park their warships on our shores and and uh, you know in you know hundreds of thousands of troops. For one, America is just too big of a country to do that to. Uh, you know, the reality of it is is that if you took every single person in the entire world, all seven point eight billion, almost 8 billion people, and you stood them shoulder to shoulder, you could pack them all within an area that was 25 miles by 25 miles. So imagine trying to occupy a 300 million population uh, country, 330 million population country of heavily armed citizens that are spread across the third largest country in the world, uh, landmass-wise. Uh, it's it's just it's not going to happen, and so the destruction of America has to come from within. But how how does that happen? How does that happen? Do you just do you just get a uh, a weird radical leader in who just changes a bunch of laws and policies? No, that's not really that's not really plausible. We have a system that's set up that's designed to uh, to stop that. Uh, in a sense, in a sense, uh, we have a system of checks and balances that's really designed to that's really designed to push the uh, push a lot of stalemate. Like a lot of people get very frustrated with the stalemates that happen in our government that stop our government from moving forward on certain things or or blocking each other's issues. That's it's designed that way on purpose. It's designed that way so that you don't just get one you don't get one guy, one guy in office. And believe me, they have tried that can just walk in there and say, "Okay, now we're changing this, we're changing this, all of this is changing." We know that they've tried. The the President Obama, one of the most famous things that he had said was standing in front of a live camera that he doesn't feel like as the elected president that he should have to go through Congress on most issues. It's just a waste of time. Uh, you know, that's that's the uh, that's the authoritarian mindset that, uh, you know, we, we want to subvert the process. We don't want to go through the, the checks and balances. We just want to be able to do what we want to do without having to get everything everything approved. So uh, the breakdown of a country, this is, this is not, uh, you know, it's not a, sp a specific formulation of, of 
oh well here here's what you have to here's what you have to do These, this is this is a 3f policy a 3f a 3f idea faith food and finances uh, these are three things that that absolutely must come under control for an authoritarian, a totalitarian, a dictarian type, uh, a dictator type leadership to take over a country, uh, it has to come. It has to come through the control of people's faith, the control of food, and I'm not talking about just the stuff you eat, not the hamburgers you order at McDonald's, not the steak you buy at the store. I'm talking about consumable products, food, water, medication. Those type of things, things that that are necessary for survival. The next one on that list is finances. You have to control the money. If you don't have control over the money that the people have and the way that they spend it, you're going to have a very difficult time bringing everybody under control. So let's talk about faith. Faith. Uh, this is probably, uh, you know, you wouldn't think it because, you know, your day-to-day -day lives are more based around the other two factors of this, based around the, the, the food, the consumables, the medications, the day-to-day -day things that you take to survive, more based around the finances, the money, you got to make the money, you got to pay your bills, you got to do this, you got to do that. Well, uh, but faith, faith is probably one of the most important ones. And I can give you some clear-cut examples of how the government understands this. Uh, one, the government wants you to have faith, but they want you to have faith in the government. They don't want you to have faith in, in a higher power. They don't want you to have a belief that there is something that is more important and bigger than they are. The government has to be the one that you come to. Basically, in all essence, the one that you pray to, the one that you go to for hope, the one that you go to for help, the one that you go to to, to fix things that are not going well for you. They want your faith to be in them. We've seen this assault on faith, particularly Christianity, mainly because Christianity was, Christianity is the biggest religion in the U.S. It was also the religion that, you know, the, the country, yes, people will say the country was founded on the idea of freedom of religion and all religions come here, so this is not a Christian nation. It is 100% a Christian, Christian nation. Uh, the first, the first colonists that came here, they came here to be able to basically do, get away from what the government control, uh, of the faith. They wanted to be able to practice their faith, no matter what faith that was, without the government circumventing itself as being the higher authority over God. Uh, so, you have to control the faith. You have to break the faith down. We see that. We saw that. We saw that. In, besides all of the uh, the relentless attacks that Christianity takes from, on social media and and the such, and 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 that's driven by changing people's mindsets with the advent of new fancy, uh, you know, horrific words of uh, social justice that we'll get into right after the break. Here, don't go there. If you 
you've ever been frustrated or frightened by a cut or a nosebleed that won't stop bleeding or had an emergency where bleeding can't be controlled, you need Bleed Stop. It's a safe-in-the-wound, non-stinging, FDA-cleared powder that's clinically proven to quickly and easily stop bleeding even for severe wounds and for people on blood thinners or people with nosebleeds. My oldest son cut himself with a knife quite badly, and we had Bleed Stop with us, and we put it on the wound, and it stopped the bleeding. Bandages don't do much to stop the bleeding, certainly not if you're on a blood thinner. Bleed Stop works. Simply put Bleed Stop onto any cut or wound, apply pressure, and watch the bleeding stop. Easy to apply. It doesn't burn. It doesn't sting. Take away your bleeding fear. Bleed Stop absolutely works, even if you're on blood thinners or suffer from nosebleeds. Bleed Stop is used in emergency rooms across the country. Bleed Stop only works if you have it on hand. Imagine what Bleed Stop can do for a serious cut. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360KHNC webpage. Get yours today. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Death Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. Trees make you feel good, and the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale will make you feel even better. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 6-8-foot tall aspen clump for $169.50 and mix and match another tree for only 50 cents. That's two trees for only $170. You take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. folks we are back thanks for sticking to us with the break listening to some of our advertisers that help keep us on the air uh and not changing that dial so we're talking about internal breakdown of a country how how do you bring down a nation from inside that cannot be brought down from outside uh uh we're talking about faith finances and food uh we're going to get into the finances and food part of that in a little bit but we're we're on the faith portion of it uh you know this this is not you know so our government understands that because of the constitution and and the fundamental uh practice of religion in the united states that they cannot make laws that ban a religion they can they cannot it's just it will it will never it will never pass uh because it is a it is a undeniable right in the constitution of the united states it's not even one that you could interpret in a way that you could manipulate it is just it is what it is uh so what how do you how do you break down the, the the predominant faith well for one 
you have to change the social structure, the social thought process of uh, of that faith itself. Um, the left, who is very good at manipulating, uh, you know, social virtue signaling and stuff like that, they they will they will put out ideas and terms like things like Islamophobe. The Islamophobe, you know, it's kind of like saying, uh, you know, if I, I, I don't like Fords, so I'm a Fordophobe. They basically make up words and design, uh, you know, design definitions of these things to to make a concept like tearing down Christianity. They, they focus it on religion, and they will say, you know, we, we have to step away from religion. We have to step away from, from idealism, and we need to step away from these, these faith-based principles. They're all bad, but you, we're going to make it hostile. We're going to make it hostile to attack a religion that is not Christianity, is healing. So... Uh, Rev, have you been able to join us? Yeah. All right, look at I that. He got in, he got wow. in. Uh, so, I don't know if you've been able to hear the first part of the show, but we're talking about the internal breakdown of a country and how how three different individual factors seriously need to come under control to, to, to put a nation in oppression, one being faith, one being food, and one being finances. And we're yeah. ta- we're talking about the faith right now, and I'm on I'm on the part where we're talking about how the uh, the targeting of Christianity came under the false guise of targeting religion in general. They they told you know they made the idea that faith based principles within this country were a bad thing, and we needed to get away from all of them. But in that process, what they did was they invented they threw in social uh, virtue terms and ideals like Islamophobia and stuff like that. So that in the process of of pretending that they weren't tearing down Christianity, they they made you a they ostracized you socially for tearing down any religion but Christianity. You were a bigot if you made a comment about uh, about you're anti-Semitic if you make a comment about the Jewish people. You're Islamophobic if you if you criticize the uh, the Islamic religion. But there was no fancy bigotry term put out there for anybody who criticized Christianity. So that became a very acceptable thing to do. Right. It became the the flavor of the month, if you will, for targeting the uh, you know. Um, what what people get confused about sometimes is the if you don't have a specific religion that you follow, you actually are following a religion. It's um, it, and it becomes you've got uh, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and none of the above. And none of the above becomes oppressive of everything else. Um, there's, it's a zero tolerance religion, if you will. Um, you, 
if you're not none of the above, you can't be part of my game. Well, that kind of matches where one of the other three is. And um, that's what we come down to is, uh, see, I if you want to be a moral absolutist, more power to you. I agree with that. It's when you start influencing a broader spectrum group that you also begin to persecute the broader spectrum group. What, uh, how do you feel about that statement? Yeah, 100%. And, and the, uh, when we saw you know, examples of them wrangling the faith. You know, if you go back to, if you go back to the 1700s, the mid to late 1700s, uh, when this country was planning, when revolution was being planned under the table, you know, where was it being spoken about? Where was it being, uh, where was it being talked about? Where was it being planned at? It was being planned in, in bars and churches and, and, gathering places of that such and uh when we had the uh the pandemic and the democrats were pushing for the shutdown of everything one of the very first things that they targeted was churches and but what they didn't ex- what they didn't do was they didn't march SWAT teams in to shut down mosques they no. marched them into no. Christian churches, and they even went so far as to subsidize churches, smaller churches. Uh, the money that they lost from their uh, from their collections by not her- holding services, the government was even writing checks to certain small churches to shut their doors. And so, what? But this was not again. This was not happening in synagogues. This was not happening in mosques. This was only happening in Christian churches. And it wasn't something that was unique to the U.S. They were storming churches in Canada as well. I mean, this this was something that was uh, this this is not a this is not a brand new process. This is something that every Every nation that has ever taken over any type of empire anywhere in the world has practiced the controlling and the stopping of faith because the faith, one, it unites people, and united people are very difficult to fight against, but more so, it unites people on the idea that there is something greater than the government, greater than the people that are in charge. And so this has right. this has and to be stopped. If you uh, a person can tolerate an extreme amount of persecution if they have faith, and faith is uh, um, something that they can't overcome, and so they have to manipulate the control factors so that they can. Uh, like you said, the religion of none of the above, uh, you could still go into any bar you wanted. You could still go into a Walmart, but you couldn't go into a house of worship. The yeah. None of the above became um, one of the prominent religions with 
Islam because this did not happen in Islamic houses of worship. It happened only in Christian and Jewish houses of worship. Yep, and and the uh, and the social the social uh, virtue signaling aspect of that was is that if you questioned why your Christian house of worship was shut down, but the neighborhood Islamic uh, mosque was not, then you were just an Islamophobic bigot. You just wanted to stop right. people from practicing Islam. You didn't care about didn't it. Wasn't about, it wasn't about the health crisis. It was about you being anti-Islamic. Right. Yeah, they took it back to the core, you know, phobias. They, they all, and the reality is the vast majority of America anymore is, is uh, Christian-phobic. Christian phobic and and we've experienced something now we haven't seen since the state of Israel was formed in 1947 and that is powerful um, anti-semitism and if you you know that the old um, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer uh, and in his he was part of the confessing church in Germany um, during the period just before World War II, and uh, he, there was a poem, and he used that poem exclusively, uh, where uh, he talked about the the totalitarian growth of the Nazi Party, and he said, you know, first first they came the, the communists, and I wasn't a communist, so I didn't care. And then they came for the Jews, and I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't care. And then, and it just keeps going on and on as they kept adding a new uh, group of people to persecute. He became, uh, he became himself uh, endangered. He had to leave Nazi Germany because he was an outspoken critic of any form of, of persecution. And uh, so he left and came to the United States, and after a couple of years, he says, you know, I cannot profess my beliefs and my faith and stay in the U.S. So he went back to Germany, and he was arrested, and shortly thereafter, he died in a concentration camp. That's where all of this leads. Yeah. Totalitarianism. And the idea, uh, the whole, the whole idea of what he was saying is, is that by the time it gets to you and it becomes something you care about, there's nobody left to care. And so, That's right. and so, the the end result is, is you stand alone and unable to stop your persecution because you did not stand right. to stop others' persecution. And now there is no other to stand for you, and That's it. and so the uh, the you know this this has been a principle that has been applied by nations and empires throughout history. The Romans were very notorious for making whatever predominant religion of any area that they conquered or occupied illegal. They did it. Uh, they did it with Jude, with Judaism. They did it with Christianity, and uh, they did it. You know, it wasn't until the the late 
third or late fourth century when they had a conversion to Christianity that they act that it wasn't that people of Christian faith weren't executed on sight. You know, because the you you have to now because their governing their governing body exercised its own religion, that became the only religion that was allowed. But when you are a governing body that doesn't exercise a religion, then your goal is to stop all faith from the people because faith unites people. And when you're a government of so many people, uh, we're going to go on break real quick and we will be right back. Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. My passion has always been to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. Radio has helped MyPillow become the amazing company that it is today. And my employees and I want to thank you with some of the best discounts ever. Just go to MyPillow.com right now and use promo code KHNC. There you're going to find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Fire! 
Folks, welcome back. We are halfway through the show already. I have the Rev on the phone with us. Uh, so we, uh, you know, we're talking about the three F's of, uh, of an internal breakdown and takeover of a country. Uh, we just spent the first half of the show talking about faith. I want to move on to the next one, uh, food. Food. Uh, now, uh, as I said earlier, food is not just the the hamburger that you put in your mouth. It's it's all the consumables that you need to survive. Uh, food, medication, water, uh, resources in general. Uh, your your consumables. Your your fuel. Your your natural gas for your heat. Your your fuel for your car. Your you know those those type of things. The electricity that comes into your house to keep your uh, Keep your lights on. Those those type of of necessary commodities have to be under control. Uh, the uh, they you cannot have free, multi choice, unlimited access to things that you can acquire on your own. You you basically they need those things to fall under the control of the government. And we've seen this happen in in multiple, multiple scenarios across the country in recent times, in ancient times and uh but the food, the food and the ability to obtain it have to be under control. Uh we saw this in the pandemic. In the pandemic, there was no difference between the banana that was being sold at the mom-and-pop corner store and the banana being sold at Walmart. But the mom-and-pop corner store had to be shut down while the Walmart was deemed essential. There was no difference between the... uh, between the... You you know what I'm saying here, Rev? That the uh, absolutely that they drove they drove the availability. There was no difference between the aspirin that was that was found that you could buy at the corner store pharmacy. There was no difference between that and the aspirin that was available at the big block chain store that was allowed to stay open. But they could focus and drive everybody's ability to acquire things to one centralized location that they had a degree of control over. Yeah, it would be interesting to statistically to find out how many, what percentage of those little mom and pops were put out of business, were destroyed during that pandemic period. Because I'll bet uh, it was obviously a boon for the mega retailer, it was a boon for the, you know, we can't go to movie theaters because we can't, we're, we'd be sitting too close to each other. We, so, so we can't go to church because, again, same thing. But that the mask that they told everybody we had to wear obviously didn't work. So now, the, this fuel, don't you find it interesting that when the uh, administration changed hands, now I'm just saying, I'm not 
I'm not pointing any fingers, but the first thing that happens is one of the mega pipelines that feeds part of North America was blown up. That was like day one. So there's a huge control mechanism. Yeah, well, because, and, and, uh, and we're talking about the control of the food and the, and the commodities. We saw almost nightly food processing plants in small independent areas around the country burning to the ground getting shut down because of, getting shut down because of unsubstantiated claims of contamination and uh, you know local organic farms across the country being raided by the USDA and not not just not not checked in by health inspectors being raided by armed agents with automatic weapons yeah. and body armor, dumping, uh, you know, dumping chemical dyes and and uh, and contaminants into into raw milk holding tanks and 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 burning, you know, burning crops, confiscating huge droves of livestock and executing them on the claim that there was a mysterious disease that was spreading through the livestock. You know, they were they were shutting down the independent person and they. Did it, they've done it by more means than just physically showing up and doing it. They did it when they changed the inheritance tax, the death tax, so that these small farms that were valued at, at $40 million but operate on very minimal actual capital, when the owners of these farms would die and those farms were passed down to their children, their children were faced with having to pay taxes on a $40 million investment with only $100,000 in the bank. And when they couldn't make those taxes, the property was seized, chopped up, and auctioned off to gigantic corporate uh, mega-farming uh, agriculture systems like Monsanto's. And even Bill Gates has gotten into the buying up farmland uh, business. So, you know, we're seeing the, the production of food. This was something we saw in China. We saw this in Russia when the state walked in and said, okay – all food will now be under state control. All grown food across this nation will be given to the state and we will distribute it equally. And we will be the ones to decide where the resources go and, uh, and how you obtain them to a point where if a seed fell off of your cart when you were loading the trucks, the state trucks with all your grain and you pocketed that seed, that was an executable offense. They did it in Venezuela when they when the state the government literally walked in and took over everybody's grocery stores and pharmacies. In America, you can't even buy a box of syringes as a diabetic in some places without going through doctors, going through prescriptions, going through all these things. The state is controlling every aspect of your survival. The the concept of the it, you know the, the best way to compare this stuff and to understand what's going on is we have to go back in time a little bit. If you go back to the 19, the late 1930s and the 1940s, when America was heading towards um, or becoming involved in global conflict, everybody, and I mean everybody, had, they called them victory gardens. And the government sponsored them 
the government actually provided food grains, um, seed grain, to plant in these victory gardens. One, because they knew how much food they were going to be having to send to Europe to feed starving nations. Well, compare, compare that climate, that mental state of mind, to where they're at today where um, in Europe, it's gotten so bad that in Europe, if you plant anything that is not a government agriculture supply, you are in violation of an ordinance because they're going to control that not only whether you can grow it, but what you can grow. In other words, they want you to plant only certain types of, get this, GMO seeds. We'll be right back, folks. Yep, stick with us, folks. Keep a nail on that dial. You're listening to Pac-Man and the Rev, 1360 KHNC. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kiva Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202. Blame the heart for the hurting, blame the hurting on the heart, blame the dark on the devil, blame the devil on the dark, blame the ex for the drinking, blame the drinking for the ex, blame the two for one to kill us for whatever happens next, but it ain't my fault. All right, folks, we are back. Uh, listening to Pac-Man in the Rev, uh, 
three quarters of the way through the show, man, it is it is running fast. We are on uh, fate on step two of the internal takeover, breakdown, and control of a society or a nation, which is the control of food. Uh, and again, as as we talk, uh, food is not just it's not just meant to be food, the literal food. It's it's the consumables that you need to survive, and. <clears throat> You know, medication has become yeah, maybe a, energy. Med- yeah, He's describing it as energy, whether it's bioenergy or mechanical energy, those are all under control. Um, the electricity that comes out of your wall outlet, any kind of energy. Yeah, and the uh, and the the medications have become a very big part of it too. We have uh, you know the state controlled the you know you were talking about about the GMOs and that type of stuff, the the things that have degraded health in this country that has made that has made the population increasingly dependent on medications and pharmaceuticals, which of course they control the distribution of. But it's more than just oh, you have to get a prescription uh, to get this or that. It's uh, if you're a diabetic and you're going to need insulin and they write even if you jump through all the hoops and they write you a prescription for your insulin you are incredibly limited as to how much you can buy and own at any given point in time like it doesn't matter how much money you have in your pocket they're only going to fill it they're only going to fill it for you one bottle at a time you know, or whatever your prescription says to allow you to have. And then when those run out, they don't care that it's a life-needed, life-necessity thing like asthma medication or, or diabetic supplies. If you try to get another bottle of it, the doctor just simply says, no, don't fill it. And then you... You you have that that literal literal non physical but literal chain around your neck that says come in here and see us come jump through our hoops pay us your money take make, you know do our necessary steps and we will consider giving you your much needed medication you know so. And it's and it's become one of those where even the children of this nation are now consistent, constantly being medicated from a very young age to a point where they become dependent on this system of of medic, medical supply distribution that is under strict control of the government. And so, you know, the consumable part, the food part, isn't just about what you eat and what you grow in your gardens and that type of stuff. But it got really nasty. There was a point during the pandemic where they were so desperate to control the availability of resources that they were actually paying. They were offering cash payments to any small farms that would destroy percentages of their harvest. And then threatening those people who brought those harvests to market uh, with an exceptionally high tax or levy against that product to bring it to market so that they wouldn't make any money on it. You know, that's, that, was, right. that was where they went with that type of stuff. But there's one final aspect to this because we are starting to run out of time is – 
The final F in the three that we're talking about is the finances, the control of the money. And this is something that we have, we, me and the Rev have discussed a long time, a lot of times, and and a system that's already well in place with things like central banks and uh, you know those type of processes. But something that the final, the final piece of that financial control is the central bank digital currency that they have been working on for a long time. Uh, and they are and they are beginning to roll out with, of course, with support of the central banks. They love it because they make a fortune off of it. But the government isn't the one making the money off of it because they don't care about that part of it. They care about controlling the distribution of money to because it ultimately comes down to that once they've once they have acquired all of the outlets that your resources are available from, now they can control which of those resources you are you have access to right based and, on and based on their forms, substrate there's there's many forms of currency but the one the world has became has come become used to is of course in this um, like the federal reserve note the greenback but the reality is they had to destroy the physical paper because even though it was just paper, it represented value. And that value then became a tradable commodity. It, the way they want it now is by having a digital currency, you can exchange only the number of points or digital coins, we'll call them coins, that are sitting in your digital bank account. And if you don't have enough digital coins to purchase something, you simply can't purchase it. You would have to go to a government agency and apply for some kind of a credit loan so you could a loan against your future allocation. The, the power involved in the digital currency is absolute and complete. You, uh, the only thing that will offset that power in one way or another is the category you had before, which was food. Um, that what what this really does is it's going to change society into two kinds. We will become an automaton-based, automaton uh, monolithic. Uh, Structure, or we will revert back to a barter-based economy. Absolutely. Hold that thought, folks. We'll be right back after this quick message. Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. 
Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. A lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We have the best rates in Colorado, so call us at 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. short minutes left in the, in this uh, in this week's episode uh, so you know we're talking about the finances and here's here's the thing here's the most detrimental thing that people don't think about when it comes to digital currency is versus the greenback everybody complains about the greenback and says oh well you know it's its value gets depleted and this and that and and yeah there there's some truth to that but here's the thing once that greenback leaves that printing press and it goes out into the real world. There's no control over it, uh, no absolute control over it. The only thing that prevents you from putting it in your pocket is what you're willing to do to earn it. But and, but once it's out there floating around society being traded for things, being traded for food, being traded for this, being traded for that, there's no control over where that greenback ends up or who acquires it or how many of them you can acquire. But once it becomes digital, no matter where it goes, no matter whose pocket it's in, no matter whose store owns it, no matter where it's spent, no matter where it's earned, it is 100% accessible and can be removed or added at any moment in time. And yeah, so the, the creation of of that digital currency will eliminate any kind of underground economy whatsoever. Any kind of trade of uh, and let's face it, the dollar is in of itself a fiat currency. It's only but it has value based on our perception of it and what we could trade for it. 
But when they call it in and they say the dollar's no good anymore, the mega retailers, the mega retailers will become the first to step into line. And when Walmart's or another mega retailer is the only place you can buy your groceries, you're going to have to conform or go to an underground black market type economy. And the average person has no ability to, to play in that world. Yeah. It'll be total control. Well, and, and, like and the truth is, the truth is, is that across, you know, black markets work because they feed a very small segment of a population. But when you're talking about the conversion of 330 million people into a process, even the black market can't sustain that. So they know that this is the elimination of the black market because the black market itself will run out of its ability to get the resources that it currently offers and this will all be it will have nothing nothing to trade for it and if you want if if anybody out there wants to see an example of the digital currency at work just simply google the India economic system because they are 100% digital uh, and they used to have credit cards, but now they're even going away from that. They're going to the ultimate ID, which is facial and um, facial recognition and hand recognition, things like that. Guess where this is all going to go, Pac? Oh, Just yeah. Guess. Well, because the, you know, once, once like I said, the, the paper currency... Whether you see value in it or not, it, it, the only thing that limits your access to that is you. But once you go digital, they can limit your access to anything from social to whatever you name it. Folks, God bless all of you. We love you. We'll catch you next weekend. Be safe. Be happy. Be warm. And have a great day. type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. The the views and opinions expressed on KHNC.